Hi, and welcome to the Yes Podcast. Here, we share a collection of real stories told by real people who have said, I am yes. I am young enough to serve. We hope these stories and the lessons in them encourage you and challenge you to get involved in kingdom work in your church, neighborhood, and life. Welcome to Yes. Hi, this is Judy Wick, and today I am at my parents' dining room table in Covina, California, and I have the joy of introducing you to one of my favorite people, my nephew, Kyle Papineau. I just love this guy. I've loved him since... Kyle, how old are you? 26. I've loved you for 26 years. (laughs) Um... Kyle has been so instrumental. He's the voice that you hear at the beginning and the end of podcasts that we do. So he has been the one that really uh, has helped his Aunt Judy in getting the the equipment needed. And uh, he helps um, uh, just, he's my tutor on uh, podcasting. But more importantly, Kyle has been used of God in so many areas. He is a worship leader and we've had him at um, various Yes events. The reason that we love when Kyle leads in worship is he is so inclusive of all generations. So no matter your age, I think that you could go to a service or an event where Kyle was leading worship and I think that you would be blessed and you indeed would be ushered into the presence of God. So um, I think that's the best endorsement I can give you, Kyle. <laughs> indeed it is. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, I love you and uh, welcome today. So I wanted to just talk a little bit about worship. Um, as you know, when your Uncle Wes and I launched Yes, um, getting close to eight years ago, one of the things that we have heard so many times in working with the older population is just um, music is just an issue. It just yeah. is. It probably always will be. And yet, again, like I said at the introduction, you're so inclusive when you are leading worship as far as just all generations. So how can you, what can you, what makes you tick? How do you know how to do this? <laughs> There's three ways that I approach the leading worship, and that is um, musically, song choice and then relationally um and i i think knowing the audience so the relationship aspect is probably the most important part um just based on being able to read the room who's going to be there and from there i can choose the songs and the arrangements of those songs uh so if i know that i have a mixed congregation of of young people and and the older generations um I know that I can probably get away with playing um, 90s songs and then some hymns right. and then some brand new songs uh, and just incorporate all of them. That way everybody's getting getting their time in the in the sun, basically, so to speak, with the music. Yeah. Okay, so number one is just the song selection that you put a lot mm-hmm. into that every week mm-hmm. on, on what the, the, what do they call those lists or whatever? <laughs> the set anyway. list, yeah. <laughs> the set list, yeah. okay. And so number two. Number two would be the music. So how are we going to play the songs that we've chosen to play? Um, does the audience or the event that we're doing uh, dictate it be an acoustic set? Does it give room for a full band? Um, and does that is that band proficient enough to play, you know, different arrangements? So 
it, it really just depends on who I'm playing with. Right. But on a Sunday morning, I love to be able to sing uh, a really upbeat, fast new song and then slam the needle in the other direction and, and play, you know, How Great Thou Art with maybe a country flair or uh-huh. make it interesting so right. that the, the, the younger people are engaging in the older songs while the old people are engaging in that same song and and because of that relationship the younger people get to see the older people really worship right uh, and and maybe they wouldn't worship if it was just all new so kyle number three relationships you've already uh, addressed this but elaborate a little bit more on this on why this is so important i think it's important because you're asking these people to follow you just by virtue of being on stage and leading in worship so people aren't going to follow you just because you say to you have mm-hmm. to earn that that respect and and that trust right so getting off the stage and in times of transition where you're all getting to shake hands or before service or after service you've got to get to know them and build that relationship right. with them right um, the young people will inherently follow you just because you're older and on stage so uh-huh they they're programmed that way but the older people tend to have a little bit harder time trusting the young guns on stage so right. um, getting to know their stories what do they do for a living you know how are they doing at home what is their relationship with their kids do they have grandkids um, and I found just by way of asking them hey how are you doing mm-hmm. what's going on in your life um, when I know the names of their kids they know the names of the songs that we sing and and that's been kind of a cool that correlation. That is key. That so. is that is great. And you, I've seen you, Kyle. You flesh this out. You really love the people mm. that you lead in worship, and that shows. And it it shows that you have spent time in the presence of the Lord mm. before you're leading and ushering uh, the congregation into the presence of the Lord. I love that about you. The most important worship set a worship leader will ever lead will never be seen Hmm. it's the ones that he's doing she's doing in their bedroom uh, with a bible in one hand a guitar or a piano in the other and and being able to spend time one-on-one with your instrument and god oh and love um, that kyle i love that and just never never hmm. lose that you know as someone who is not musically inclined as you know you don't have to be agreeing with me so much don't nod your head so much so fast no but as someone who's not musically inclined but i definitely know what worship is and Mm. to go into a service you just know when that worship director has indeed spent time in the presence of Mm -hmm. jesus that week and Mm -hmm. it's not just a thing they're doing for that saturday night or sunday morning Mm -hmm. so thanks for being one of those true blue worship leaders that loves Jesus so much. So um, I just want to spend a few minutes just um, um, addressing just this whole intergenerational Mm -hmm. theme that you incorporate into your worship, but not just that into your, into your life. Mm -hmm. And from an early stage, I mean, I feel like you and I have always had a, a great bond and look how old I am, you know, but it's like you and I have always had a great bond and relationship, but I've seen as you've grown up, I've seen this spill out into um, other areas of your life. How important is it for you, Kyle, um, in your 20s to have adults, let's say over 50? How important are those of us over 50 to you? Hmm. Uh, the generations ahead of me play a huge role. Um, and I think it started 
just growing up with family, mm-hmm. you know, and, and being constantly around aunts and uncles and, and people who are older than me and investing in me. Um, and then when I got into music, you know, I, I was shown the blues and I love the old blues guys. So I have a respect for that knowledge and that heart uh-huh. and their craft. And that kind of poured over into my relationships. Uh, I realized when I was in college that I was going to have to have people who are much older than me show me how to do these things. Um, and now they take up, I mean, an enormous amount of my friends. You know? Uh-huh. I love that. Tell about your friendship with um, a former pastor of, of mine, in fact, that I used to serve with, um, Pastor Bill Dogdrum, uh, who's now one of your professors. Um, t- tell a little bit about well, that I, relationship. I remember hearing the name Bill Dogtrum, you know, growing up. Right. Um, but I never really met him until I went to Vanguard. And then I kind of got acquainted with him based on my last name and his history with our family. Uh-huh. But, um, I, I didn't want past history to, to dictate where our relationship was going to go. So right. we spent a lot of time talking about the Bible, talking about how Jesus did ministry. And then beyond that, how were, how was he and I going to model that in our different ways, you know? Um, and that relationship has just become invaluable. And now that I've graduated and that's all behind me, I'm still meeting with him on a fairly regular basis. And, um, spending time just learning because he's he's a genius he really is i love that in fact he's officiating your and Brittany's uh, wedding in the fall so he that is, says yeah. a lot <laughs> about your friendship i just absolutely love that um now kyle i just think it would be a good time just to let anyone that's listening know about a worship summit and how god even laid that on your heart to host mm. a worship uh summit coming up this fall I have always loved going to places and learning how people are doing things, um, and whether that's a church or Disneyland. Uh, when I go to Disneyland, I'm the guy who's sitting in line trying to figure out where they hid the speakers. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I love looking at things in a different light, and, and the worship summit was birthed out of a conversation I had with my mom, just frustrated that there weren't great worship summits on the West Coast for less than you know 150 bucks and uh-huh. um, I just went to sleep that night and and God gave me a vision of, of people coming into worship and and learning from people who are great at their craft and uh, pitched it to my pastor in a staff meeting and said hey let's let's try to put this on and, and it really it worked out well I text about four or five people and two hours later from that staff meeting, I had, I had four speakers lined up and, and so God has really just opened some great doors and, and we're getting to work with some great people. Oh, that is so great. Now I think I said fall, but it's actually this summer and we like on the podcast not to have things that are going to be dated, but since I think that this might be your first of hopefully many, uh, worship seminars, uh, to come, go ahead and tell, uh, the date for the one coming up. Is it in August? Yeah. August 7th and 8th. Okay. And if they wanted more information on how to go and learn from you and others that are just, uh, doing this so well, Mm. what's your website? Uh, worshipsummit15.com. Worshipsummit15.com. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for your, um, just your passion. You love Jesus Mm. so much and it just shows in everything that you do. 
I have so much respect for you. Mm. And uh, I know you're familiar probably with the term uh, uh, reverse mentoring, but I feel that's what our relationship is. Mm. I feel like I learn so much from from you. I feel like uh, uh, Wes and I are better in this ministry mm. because you're part of us. And uh, we just love you and thank you for for everything. Would you just say um, uh, a closing prayer for someone that might be listening that is a worship leader, mm. someone might be listening and could forward this podcast to their worship leader, yeah. that maybe a worship leader that just needs a just needs a shot in the arm. Yeah, I think uh, if, if a worship leader is listening, the best thing that you can do is get to know the older people in your congregation. Uh, the younger kids are going to follow you no matter what, but um, it's out of that relationship that the trust will be earned and that trust will give way to, to following in worship. So let's pray, huh? Okay. Father, I thank you so much for the gift of music, for your word and the way that those two things intertwine throughout history and in our lives. And I pray right now that um, anyone who is listening to this, God, would just be drawn in to your presence and uh, that you would speak to them, speak to us and, and show us who you are. Thank you so much for, for this uh, ministry that is going on and for those who are listening. And God, I pray if there are people um, who need to know more about you, God, that they would, they would seek that out. Mm. Um, help us as leaders, as followers of you, um, to spend time in your presence, one-on-one with you, mm. taking time to be with you alone and, and let you speak into our lives. And, and I appreciate you listening to us mm. sometimes grumble and complain and other times uh, just praise you. But God, may, may you be glorified mm. in everything that is said and done in our lives. We give you glory. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Kyle. Love you. Love you too. Thank you for listening to the Yes Podcast. If you are interested in getting involved with YES or would simply like more information about this ministry, we welcome you to visit our website at yes2serve.org.